the, the upward call, the downward craving, the pull between two experiences, that which is before me, that which is behind me, pulling my soul apart. If I stopped right here and made an altar call, the altar would be packed. If it was an honest altar call. Called to be married, crave to be single. Ooh, I lost you. Breathe in, breathe out. We're going to make it. 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 See, see, the job of the teacher is to bring the scriptures to the level of the listener. I just landed. This is the potter's touch. Greetings in the name of Jesus Christ, our King. I am so blessed and delighted to have this opportunity to share the word of the Lord with you. We're going to open up a series called View from the Top. And I believe it's going to illuminate in your heart the Word of God and give you revelation for such a time as this. The first message out is Secret to Elevation. May God open up your heart and bless you as we go into the Word of God. When we read the Gospel of St. Mark, we are, we are reading a moment that Jesus is teaching men that have not yet matured, have not yet mastered their faith. They, they, they will at best become clinicians, but for life students, every teacher worth their salt is forever a student. You cannot teach further than you learn. You, you don't get a master's degree in, in faith. <laughs> You've never mastered it. You follow on to know. You grow progressively. And this is a training moment. They're, they're inquiring about the kingdom and Jesus is saying to them, some of you will not taste death until you have seen the kingdom of God come in glory. Some of you shall not taste death. Some people have trouble with this scripture because they say, well, all the apostles are dead and, and, and they have not seen the glory. They didn't see the glory. And I think you didn't read the Bible because some of the 12 he set apart and led them up on a mountain to see the glory of the kingdom of God. But the glory of the kingdom of God for them came in glimpses. Glimpses. That's the word I really like, glimpses. I like that word personally because my life has been full of glimpses. At eight years old, I told my mother sitting in the back seat of her car, coming back from her speaking at a Delta sorority meeting, I said, right now, I go to hear you speak and they call me Miss Jake's son, but the time will come you'll come to hear me speak and they will call you Tom Jake's mother. At eight, they're gonna call you Tom Jake's mother. And I was pretty close. It wasn't Tom, it was TD, but it meant the same thing. At eight years old, I caught a glimpse, a glimpse of what I would be doing all of my life. I wasn't sure I was gonna be preaching, but I knew I was gonna be in front of people. It was gonna be a lot of people and she was gonna be in the crowd and they would know my name more than hers at eight. The, the glory of God is revealed in glimpses, not details. He snatches you into it, he snatches you out of it and, and, and you're out of it and you're back to reality. Jesus says, 
Some of you will not taste death until you see the kingdom of God come with power. And then he pulled three from the 12th and he pulled them apart. And I want to deal first of all with, with when you are chosen, you will forever be pulled apart. Trial you want to fit in with the 12, but you were meant to be in the three. And the truth of the matter is that when God gives you glimpses, he sets you apart. Not, not for elitism, not for superiority, not for arrogance sake, but because of the uniqueness of your path, you can never be common in your associations. So don't think that the miracle begins at the top of the mountain. The miracle begins down in the valley when he called the three from the 12 and said, leave the rest of them to operate on this level. And I set you apart. Some people don't pass that test. They're, they are not willing to leave the pack. They prefer the associations with the familiar than the sacredness of following that that is divine. Living life is lonely business. It really is. We grin, we giggle, we smile, but it's lonely business. Because if you're really going to follow Jesus, he's going to call you apart by yourself. Everything big that ever happens to you that you go through, for the most part, you go through it by yourself. Even if you lose a loved one and all of the family grieves together, we don't grieve alike and we didn't all lose the same thing. What I lost is different from what you lost because what I had was different from what you had and ultimately you face that grief by yourself. So I don't want you to think that, that faith is just proven on the mountain. Faith is proven in the valley. It, it, it is the faith proven in the valley that makes you eligible for the mountain. If you're not willing to leave the 12, then you cannot see the one. I think a lot of times people see things, but they don't look into what they see. They see on such a superficial level that they don't, see, they don't understand the dichotomy that occurs in the human soul when your situation is elevated above your mentality. This is the struggle of being called up. The struggle of being called up is to think on the level of your calling. Just because you have a degree and a, and a big office doesn't make you professional. You can have all the accruements that are necessary to function on this level, but all the cravings to live on that one. Imagine being stretched between two lovers. That that is before me and that that is behind me. He called them apart by themselves. The truth of the matter, if you be honest, everybody who's ever gotten an upward call has wrestled with a downward craving. And those two forces pulling you at the same time are enough to pull you completely apart. He called them apart 
by themselves. And people say, what were you thinking? It's the same thing you was thinking when you did the stupid stuff you did. If I stopped right here and made an altar call, the altar would be packed. If it was an honest altar call. Called to be married, crave to be single. Ooh, I lost you. Breathe in, breathe out. We're gonna make it. We're gonna make it. We're gonna make it. We're gonna make it. See, see, the job of the teacher is to bring the scriptures to the level of the listener. I just landed. He called them apart. Balances. What makes people implode and explode and nobody knows why is because they're pulled apart. And the Bible says that Jesus led them up into a high place. The particular mountain that the Mount of Transfiguration is believed to be is 9,000 feet above sea level. It is the highest mountain uh, around surrounding the Sea of Galilee. 9,000 feet in the air above sea level means that the tops of the mountain is covered with snow in the summer. And that means that on your way up, you're going to feel every type of weather. Sunny at the bottom, snowy at the top. You don't know what to pack for the journey because on your way to the top, you're going to feel everything. It is a high place. If you want sameness in weather, a homogeneous atmosphere, a climate that you can predict, stay down there. Because if you start following him up the hill, you don't know how to pack because you don't know what you're going to have to face on your way to the top. Standing at the bottom of the mountain, looking at the top, it sure does look different. So Jesus led them into it. He doesn't give it to them all at once because it would be culture shock to take you too fast. So he doesn't beam you up. He lets you see where you haven't been, and then he takes you step by step. Thank God for the steps because if... <laughs> if you got there too fast, you couldn't make the adjustments. Your body might go into shock your mind might implode. You might crumble up under the pressure you're exposed to. So every step, he introduces it to you gradually so that you don't faint along the way. I would have fainted had not I believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Lord, I thank you for the steps. I thank you for the steps. I thank you for the steps. I do not despise the struggle Thank you for not giving it to me too fast. I wouldn't have been able to handle it. I underestimated how hard it is to be what I saw. <laughs> he pulled them apart by themselves. He led them up to the tops of the mountain. And there he lets three out of 12 see the kingdom. 
they get to see the kingdom. They, they get to see who Jesus really is. <laughs> they had walked with him and ate with him and talked with him. They had no idea who he really was. They knew of him. But they did not know him. Because who he really is, is revealed in the high place. You, you cannot know him in the valley. But as you go up to the high place, he reveals his, his splendiferous glory, his wondrous grace, his phenomenal essence, his divinity. It's in the high place. My God, it's in the high place. It's in the struggle. It's in the storm. It's in the blowing of the wind. It's in the test. It's in the trials. It's in the frailty of life. It's in, it's in the fickleness of people. It's in, it's in the brokenness of circumstances. It's in, it's in the fragment of the human heart. That, that's where God reveals himself. Just, just glimpses of his glory. Just, just glimpses of his glory. Just traces of his essence. Just, just a whiff of his fragrance is revealed as, as the storms of life cascade your soul. And you think, God, I'm being pulled apart. It is in, it is in the stretch that we beheld the wonder of his glory, the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. And I wanted to see the kingdom of God, but I had no idea what it looked like until I started the journey. And then I saw the kingdom is not meat and drink, but joy and peace in the Holy Ghost. It's not natural meat and drink. It's not carnal meat, carnal, carnal. It's not meat and drink, it's spiritual. It's not in my circumstances, it's in my tenacity. That's, that's how you know I'm in the kingdom, because I'm tough. And you'll never know that I'm tough till I'm tried. Still to come on The Potter's Touch. It is a change in me. Biologically, it is me, but it's not me. Uh, genetically, it is me, but it's not me. Same DNA, but different presentation. Uh, some people will stop you in the middle of your metamorphosis and, and not allow you to complete your turn. And, and when people meet you in the turn, they tend to define you by the twist, but they don't understand. What's pulling me down to the mountain when I have an opportunity to go to the top? If you've ever climbed a mountain, you know that reaching the summit requires perseverance, determination, and struggle. In your journey with Christ, He's often pushing you to a new and sometimes uncomfortable place. But there's always purpose in the pain. And when you reach the destination that He leads you to, the few is worth it. If he's got the key to me, to who I am, to what I am, and I had no chance of unlocking the door to myself without getting to the key. And he took the key and hid it in his garments and started up the hill and told me, you'll never know if you don't chase me. For helping us reach others with your gift of any size, you'll receive Secret to Elevation on CD. Or when your gift is $200 or more, you'll receive View from the Top on DVD, A Grateful Heart Stationery, and the Woman Thou Art Loosed Bible. Reach the destination that was meant for you today. If you've ever been to a high mountain and tried to walk, the breathing is different. People at the bottom will tell you how you ought to breathe, but, 
but you don't understand that the air is so much thinner <laughs> up here than it is where we began. And they walked up where the air was thin and the climate was cold and they did it because they were following Jesus. Following Jesus will take you where the air is thin and the climate is cold. But I'd rather have thin air on the mountain than full air in the valley. Somebody asked me, if you had it to do all over again, would you do it again? What was the motivating force that moved you along? I said, I had to find out what was in me. I could not bear to live and die and wonder what was in me. It, it is not for him alone that I chase him. It is selfishly for me because he has the secret to my potentials and he has hid it in his person and I had to chase him to find out who I was. He, he, he had the key, oh y'all don't hear what I'm saying. He, he had the key to the mystery of me and I had no chance of unlocking the door to myself without getting to the key. And he took the key and hid it in his garments and started up the hill and told me, you'll never know if you don't chase me. So, so I, I had to go outside of my comfort to catch him. I had to overcome my fear to chase him. I had to fight off my inner reservations and my timidity as he kept going higher and higher. Many times I wanted to go back, but I reminded myself he's got the key in his garment, the key to me, to who I am, to why I am, to, to what I am, to where I am. I had to chase him. I had to chase him. Orpah could go back home, but I had to chase I had to go with Naomi because Naomi had the key to me. It's not just she has the key to her, she has the key to, to me. They said, why would you hook up with Paul? Timothy, you're a young man. You could go on on your own. No, 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 no. I got to follow Paul because Paul has the key to me. So the three went up with the one because the one held the key. Where the air was thin and the climate was cold, they, they went up almost two miles in the air to see not only who he was, but who they were. And there they beheld the wonder of his glory in the place of unity, in the source of water. There on the mountaintop, for the first time they saw him change. They saw the same Jesus that they saw at the mountain, but in a different way. This, this is a, this is a new idiom of thought. It is, it is a new realm of existence. This, this is not the same place that it was down low. It's not the same place up high. Geographically, it's in the same space. But because it is elevated, it is different. Becoming what you see is a difficult thing. And if you've never seen it, it becomes even more difficult because some never had the benefit to even see anybody be where you're trying to go. But Jesus didn't push them, he led them. So they got to see somebody do it. And if you see somebody do it, I can follow in your footsteps. Give me a few minutes, y'all. 
and, 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 and so, so they come to this high place and, and there Jesus changed before them. He, 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 he just, the Bible says he transfigured himself. When you get to a certain level, you see everything different. Everything looks different. It's so amazing. It's the same Jesus that you had down on the bottom, but up here, he's now shown them the price it pays to see the kingdom. And now he reveals himself with glimpses and he changes. He now, he changed before them, before his raiment. Don't rush to the raiment before you recognize that, that, that the changing of the raiment is a reaction to the changing of Jesus. <laughs> that, 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 that when you change, everything connected to you changes too. Yeah, yeah. You can't have a changing raiment if you don't have a changing Jesus. The, the clothes didn't make the man, the man made the clothes. When the man changed, then the clothes changed. Everything that touched him changed because it was connected to him. And Jesus changed before their eyes. The, the, the Greek word is metamufu. It is to go through a metamorphosis. It, it is me, but it's not me. I am the same, but I'm not the same. It's gonna be familiar, but it's gonna be different. You're, you're gonna recognize me, but you're not gonna know me. Transfigured, metamorphosis, to go from, from, from the silkworm to the butterfly, from the caterpillar to the frog. It, 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 it is a change in me. Biologically, it is me but it's not me uh, genetically it is me but it's not me same DNA but different presentation uh, some people will stop you in the middle of your metamorphosis and, and not allow you to complete your turn and, and when people meet you in the turn they tend to define you by the twist but they don't understand don't 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 judge me yet because I'm still spinning I'm still I'm still spinning. I'm still spinning. I'm, I'm still spinning. I'm still, I'm still spinning. I'm still coming out of my grave clothes. I'm still wrestling with where I came from. I'm still becoming what he called me to. I'm still, is there anybody in here still spinning? Just, just spinning. I'm 40 and I'm spinning. I'm 50 and I'm still spinning. I thought it'd be over by now. I'm 55 years old, still spinning, still spinning, coming out of my cocoon. Be, finding my wings, figuring out that, that I can fly in this dimension where I crawled in that dimension. I, I am becoming, I am becoming, I have not become. I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, I'm forgetting those things which are behind and reaching to those things which are before. You, you, you will hear no more talk about the valley now that I'm up on the mountain because I'm, I'm, wrestling, I'm wrestling with what I see before me. I'm not wrestling now with where I came from. I'm wrestling with what is before me. Jesus is not who I thought he was. He, he doesn't look like I thought he looked. He doesn't feel like I thought he felt. He doesn't care about what I thought he cared about. Oh, I apologize to all the people I kill with the religion I used to have. Yeah, I, I must apologize to all the people that when I majored on the minor and minored on the major, I, I, I spoke it because on the level I was on, I thought it was true, but on the level I am now, I realized that, that the Jesus I knew at the bottom is not the Jesus I know at the top. And 
and he has transfigured himself before me. Hey, we'll be right back after this. What's pulling me down to the mountain when I have an opportunity to go to the top? If you've ever climbed a mountain, you know that reaching the summit requires perseverance, determination, and struggle. In your journey with Christ, He's often pushing you to a new and sometimes uncomfortable place. But there's always purpose in the pain. And when you reach the destination that He leads you to, the few is worth it. If He's got the key to me, to who I am, to what I am, and I had no chance of unlocking the door to myself without getting to the key, and he took the key and hid it in his garments and started up the hill and told me, you'll never know if you don't chase me. For helping us reach others with your gift of any size, you'll receive Secret to Elevation on CD. Or when your gift is $200 or more, you'll receive View from the Top on DVD, A Grateful Heart Stationery, and The Woman Thou Art Loosed Bible. Reach the destination that was meant for you today. This is an opportunity for pastors to hone their tools and skills. Coming from every direction, they are converging in Orlando. This is not a conference for people who are satisfied for the status quo, for people who want to be normal and fit in the clique. This is for the radical, relentless leader who is ready to go where he has never gone before and do what she has never done before. It's a branching out opportunity. Get up close with T.D. Jakes Ministries at tdjakes.org. Connect with us anywhere at any time. If you haven't been hanging out with us on social media, you've been missing it. I'm there for you, ministering, sharing the Word of God, encouraging you, and sometimes answering you. Yes, it's me, personally. Come on over to social media. Hang out with me. I've got something for you that will really bless your life. Talk to us on Facebook. Tweet us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. And subscribe to our YouTube channel. Connect with us today. You're going to spend the holidays with your grandparents. What kind of parents are you? We're the broken-hearted kind. The story of Black Nativity revolves around a 15-year-old boy named Langston who's living with his single mother in Baltimore. And um, they've fallen extremely uh, hard times. She hasn't been able to keep her house payments together. She sends him for Christmas to stay with her um, parents. I was told to expect my grandson, not some pickpocket. Their world is, uh, is changed for the better. We are mindful of the needs of this youth, be he in need of guidance or simply a belt to hold his loose-fitting pants up. It Amen. shows that God can do anything. You know, all, all his life he was searching for his family, and he found his family. You guys on the way to Harlem? Am I the cause of all my mother's misery? Did my very birth destroy my whole family? You meld and move through realities. A play that we're doing inside of it, and then the fantasies of the main character, uh, Langston. It's just really bringing back family on that on that Christmas day. There's something for everyone and for every generation. I want this to be like the Christmas movie of all Christmas movies, like Home Alone is to me. I want Black Nativity to be played. <laughs> it's such a beautiful project. I wouldn't want anyone to miss out on it.
I would to God that I could spend more time with you, but I am absolutely out of time. I'm not out of word. I'm just simply out of time. May, may God bless you and strengthen you. And, and I hope that the things that you have heard today have, have helped to propel you toward your destiny and your purpose in Christ Jesus. Know that we here at the Potter's House are praying for you and with you that God's best might be accomplished in your life. May God bless you and may heaven smile upon you. I'll look for you same time, same station. Be there.